This is the I Work For Him podcast. To make sure you never miss a thing from I Work For Him, subscribe to our email list. Just head to our website at iworkforhim.com, scroll down to the bottom of the page, click subscribe, and sign up. We'll send the very latest blogs and podcasts from I Work For Him so you never miss a beat. That's iworkforhim.com. This is producer Michael Marigle. Thanks so much for listening. Let's get to today's program. You're tuned into the fastest one hour in Christian talk radio. Hey, thanks for tuning into I Work For Him this afternoon. As we join us for Together on Tuesdays with Jim and Martha Brangenberg, as today we go totally vulnerable. (laughs) Because a couple of hours ago, our guest for today had to reschedule due to a death in the family. And so that's okay. Martha and I haven't had a day together on the air without a guest in months. Martha, this is, I don't know, it's it's like going on vacation, but it's not. (laughs) I'm not sure about the going on vacation part, but... It's getting a chance to reflect on each other and talk together rather than, um, you know, about somebody else's story. Yeah. So let's share your story. Go ahead. Oh, boom. Just like that. Oh, no, not not just like, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Just relax. All right. So we just got back. Well, let's just, you know, we, people, we have people listening all over the country. And people that might be listening for the first time. Talk America Radio online. Mm-hmm. We've got people listening on letstalkfaith.com, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, letstalkfaith.com. I said that, but AM 570 and 910 right here in Tampa Bay. And a little later on on a rebroadcast, uh, they're rebroadcasting on uh, the uh, uh, the biz at night. And yes. so, I mean, people are hearing the show at lots of different times. So however you're hearing the show today, just know that we prayed for you. We pray that something we say today would cause you to dig deeper. And as always on Tuesdays, we try to focus our conversations on marriage and relationship issues because, let's face it, for the last 50 years, marriages and relationships have been under attack. And the godly biblical perspective on marriages and relationships has been under attack. In fact, if you share with somebody the biblical perspective on marriage, you could be called many different things. But we're not worried about that. You mean that. like narrow-minded, things like that? Yeah, narrow-minded, yeah. Old-fashioned. Yes, old-fashioned, narrow-minded, which is not at all true. Because it, it just is, when people are doing things outside of the biblical perspective, if they get narrowed down by the biblical perspective, it makes them feel guilty. So as long as they ignore the Bible and ignore God, they can feel fine about what they're doing. We don't like to be made to feel guilty. <laughs> but it doesn't matter anyway at this point in time because we're not fighting that battle on the air, but we are trying to encourage people that are involved in marriages. Mm-hmm. And because a strong marriage produces a strong family and strong kids, and strong kids and a strong family produce a strong and healthy society. And that's that's why we talk about marriages, because if your marriage or your relationships at home are a mess, it carries forward into your office. It does. And it just seems like there's been so many people lately. Well, let me back up before I even say that. Satan knows that a very simple, um, strategic approach for him is to get marriages to struggle. Right. And not necessarily even tear them apart, but just get the husband and the wife to have a distance between them or to have tension between them or to just for whatever reason not be on the same page, whatever that same page might be. And um, Satan knows that that is a very successful way to cause other things to happen. And so with that in mind, unfortunately, we've seen a lot of people really struggling in their marriages. And so we just want to encourage our listeners today to say, you know what? 
if there's one thing you can do today to make your marriage stronger, then let's do that one thing and start to head in the right direction. Right. And so we're going to give you today just a look at several different resources that we've come across that will help you make your marriage stronger. Uh, Some of them right here in Tampa Bay, some of them available across the country. But first, as Martha talks about marriage is struggling, how about shoving two married people in a in a Chevy Equinox cruising across the country, 3,400 miles in 16 days, 64 hours in the vehicle, which, by the way, did you realize that we spent, that's more than five full days in the car? Yeah, that's a week and a half of, like, work hours. I was thinking about that. That's yeah, like in the car. Yeah. In the car. Over 16 <laughs> days. And I don't, we really didn't have any major arguments, but we realized that we really need a minivan when we travel like that. <laughs> We don't That's need a minivan for kids. Realized. That's what I realized. We just need some more space. I love the gas mileage of the Equinox, but no, I don't. We're, we don't have a Chevy sponsor, but we could take one anytime. But we really just needed the Chevy, space. Chevy, Toyota, actually, we love a to- Toyota or Honda. We, we love to have it. sponsors. Toyota, Honda sponsors. We're willing to in minivan category. That's right. Give you a free sponsorship in exchange, because you know, in exchange for some advertising on iWork for him, there some sponsorship. That would be great. Go. Uh, but that time, we got to see some amazing people, meet some amazing people, connect mm-hmm. with some amazing people, mm-hmm. uh, deepen some friendships with people. We got to broadcast live from New Jersey, and we got to broadcast live from Atlanta and Iowa. We could have broadcast it from Chicago, but we just couldn't get the logistics done. Right. It, God provided amazingly, and we met some incredible people. We did. And we got quality time together, right? We did. And we got quantity time. And quantity time. Quantity and quality time. (laughs) Sometimes you don't look for all that quantity, but it was, no, it was really good. And we got to, um, we were deliberate this time and we even brought a bunch of books with us that we previewed for radio because that's something that's always on our to-do list. So we used our time very effectively. Yes, I we did. I think we did. I think it was great. I only took a couple naps in all of that time. Wow, that's fantastic. And I'm so, <laughs> it was a great trip, and we're grateful for that trip. We're grateful that the Lord brought us back safely. And we didn't have any major arguments. Even the tension of driving in Atlanta traffic on a Friday afternoon did not cause us to have an argument. It, it did cause me no. to have a foot cramp. It, and and I, I don't know if our listeners remember, but several months ago, a friend of ours from Atlanta, his wife talked about how she has learned to fellowship with fellow drivers in Atlanta while she commutes. And we learned a lot about fellowshipping. And Which what fellowship was that? That's uh, Doug Spada's wife. It was Doug Spada's wife. Yes. yes. Okay. That's so right. we have used that constantly to remind ourselves, and we'll just remind you guys, our listeners, um, that... It is a whole different perspective to think about fellowshipping in a positive way. Um, we've, we we kind of joked and we're like we're fellowshipping, but yeah. no. But actually, really, you know, thinking about the other people in those cars as real people with real lives, going real places and having real troubles. Well, and what does it take to spend that much time in the car and not have any major arguments? It takes two humble people that when you get cranky and you say something stupid, just to apologize right away and let it, instead of letting it escalate into something of ridiculousness. Yeah, we might have had to do it a few we times. We did have to do that a few times. Mostly it was my fault, but, you know, not. I don't think every time was, though. No, you know what kinds of things are stressful is finding that exit at the last moment, rain coming and you're not being able to see because we did hit some torrential downpours because it is summer in America. And also... We'd much um, rather have torrential downpours than the torrential snowstorms. 
hot wire. Yeah. <laughs> Finding that hotel before at the late hours of night. We only had to do that twice, but twice was too, too many. So next time road trip, we're going to find more people along the way to stay with. <laughs> That's right. We got lots of eye work for him nation listeners that we can maybe, hey, can we stay with you on our way through the country? Speaking of the I work for him nation, we've had eight people join the I work for him nation in the last week. Actually, it's even been more than It's even more than it's that. crazy. In Texas. New Jersey, New- Michigan, Kentucky. There was something out west. Uh, Colorado. Was it was Colorado? It? I don't know. It was a mountain state. <laughs> I don't okay. know. What that Probably Colorado. Illinois, Iowa. Iowa. All those people Georgia. have made that. Yeah, Georgia. All those people made the decision to be an impact maker in their workplace. They've committed to start praying for their coworkers and employees. And those moms that are stay at home start praying for their neighbors by name each and every day. They're looking for ways to serve people in their workplace, whatever that workplace looks like. They're looking for ways to befriend people because it's a friendship that gives us an opportunity to disciple somebody and introduce them to Christ. Look for ways to pray with people when you notice they're having a bad day, but all along being a person of excellence in your workplace, no matter what that workplace is. When you go out to iWorkForHim.com, the first pop-up, the only pop-up is join the iWorkForHim Nation. And understand, this costs you nothing. Mm -hmm. We actually send you a gift if you join. That's right. So first of all, you send them a personalized email with I a do. copy of the covenant that they can print out in color and put on their workspace, whatever. That it just workspace. says those things that I just yep. said. Just a reminder of, of what you want to commit to. And then um, we actually have a window cling that can go, whether it's on your car or somewhere else in your house, that's the, at the flag of the I Work For Him Nation, just as a reminder um, that can be a visual because I'm a very visual person. And you probably should put it on your windshield and not your back windshield so you can remember when you're honking at somebody or flipping them off. You're like, oh, I probably shouldn't do that. I got a Jesus fish <laughs> that says I work for him on it. You shouldn't be flipping people off. No, you way. should not. That was my point. <laughs> now, Martha, while we were gone, we got something in the mail from Focus on a Family that I didn't know they had this ministry that I want to make sure I told people about because I, I'd like to actually highlight it on the air one day. But it's called a hope restored. It's kind of like a last ditch effort for marriages that are in crisis, but it is—it's a marriage intensive experience, kind of like whatever it takes. Ministries out of North Carolina. This is out of Colorado with uh, focus on a family, but they're trying to set up a spot in Atlanta. I just read about that, so this is kind of funny because this is. Just we should so, talk, is what you're saying. It goes to show you that people read things differently. You got the mail, and you, you know, hoarded that for. Oh, I want to get a hold of these people. I got an email that talked about it, and so I had looked at it independent, and I saw that they were wanting to build this uh, facility with kind of like little tiny houses on a property. Ooh, tiny houses! I know. Not, it so, awesome. not so sure that's a great idea if oh, you're no, in no, marriage no, you're crisis. Oh no, no, you're just visiting. I know, but you're not living in it's it. It's like a cruise ship. I don't know. Well, okay. No, it's a great idea. So anyway, I th- I was very excited about it too. So what do you know about it? Well, I, what I know is that it is a weekend that is specifically targeted at couples in crisis, and it works them through uh, just a process of restoring, forgiving, and giving each other a, a just an opportunity to move forward and continue to work on it. It just talks about, you know, day one, we're both angry. We've been hanging on for 31 years in this toxic marriage. I don't want to do this. It was completely out of my comfort zone. I began to cry immediately. Day two, I discovered things about myself that I had buried deep. All expectations fall off and you open your heart for a miracle. 
Day three, and it says our therapists were the best counselors we ever had. Day three, I gained 10 new friends that literally helped me take a shriveled heart to one that is full. Unbelievable. Day four, I'm thrilled to say we both have hope and now have some great tools to start operating in a safe place. I just want people to know, if your marriage is in crisis, what Martha and I do on the Marriage Retreat Cruise, not perfect for you. This is very perfect for you. Check it out on Focus on a Family. It's their Hope Restored ministry, Hope Restored. And I'm just excited that we've got other people out there that are doing it. And this is just another one of those great ministries, just like the Whatever It Takes Ministries, Whit Ministries out of the Carolinas. Same kind of thing. Crisis, marriage, intensive weekends to get people. It's like, enough is enough. Stop going to the counselors. You both go all in, get bloodied, get dirty. Not literally bloodied, but really work on this. Well, and as... Um, many people have heard of Focus on the Family. They're a very trusted ministry with great intentions for doing what they can to rebuild the family. And as we've talked about, that starts with the marriage, uh, keeping the marriage strong and being able to lead the family. So that's exciting. It is exciting. I saw that. I'm like, wow, yes. we've got to get them on the air. Got to be getting, talking about that. has got to be a Tuesday show in the near future. Got to be. All right. So while we were on vacation, we previewed a movie. We that did. was about a marriage that wasn't in crisis, but it wasn't a real healthy marriage. And it was it was a true life story. There was a movie. I'm not sure I can even say the name yet, but we previewed it. We're going to talk about it on the air once I get permission. Sorry, I probably shouldn't have said all this, but we really liked it. And we it was, haven't said anything that would give it away. Well, it was produced by some students at a phenomenal Christian university, which we would love to have. As a sponsor of this show. <laughs> That's right. So again, just there are great resources uh, coming down the pike all the time to help encourage marriages and encourage people um, as we try to get this shift away from what the culture says about marriage. Um, I want to just, can is that all you're going to say about the movie? I was just going to jump into the movie we watched in Okay, hold that thought for a minute. Holding the thought. Hold that thought. Holding the thought. Because I rec- I think this is a good time to talk about this. I recently, through one of our kids, found out about a ministry called Beating 50%. And the reason I want to bring them up is that um, their whole, it's not, as old people, we thought maybe that the Beating 50% was the divorce rate. But what it really is, is a lot of people say marriage is 50-50. I'll give 50% if my spouse gives 50%. But what they're saying, their little premise, their vision is to give more than 50% to your marriage, to be that um, person who is giving more and getting more out of their marriage. And part of their um, a, a little blog that they did was talking about how today everything we buy, we think of as being very disposable. And that translates into marriages as well. 50 years ago, when my grandparents had a wagon break, they fixed it. Grandpa fixed everything, of course. But you know, if the door... 50 years ago, they had cars. I'm not talking about a horse and buggy wagon. I was just thinking about like a cart or a wheelbarrow or whatever it is. You know, grandpa would fix it. If something was broken in the kitchen, an appliance was broken, grandpa would fix it. So we didn't just throw things away and get new. And that really has translated into relationships in our culture because we think, well, if it's broken, I'm just going to throw it away and I'm going to get a new one. And so anyway, I loved that concept that they were talking about in their blog because that is we need to go back to fixing things and not just making them disposable. Well, and when you realize the impact, a lifetime of impact, when you give up on your marriage, you never live it down. 
that decision to give it up, you will live with that decision the rest of your lives. It, it has an ongoing impact. And if you've got children, a devastating ongoing impact. Your kids Does that will... mean it's going to be easy? What, giving up no, in your marriage? No, working on your marriage. Well, giving up on your marriage, people think is easy, but it's really ridiculously hard. Working yeah. on your marriage, people think it's going to be ridiculously hard, but it ends up being a lot easier than going through a divorce. Yes. And those statistics focused on a family brought out 30 years ago, actually probably more like 20 years ago, that said when they interviewed people oh, yeah. at a crisis spot in their marriage, and then they interviewed them five years later, the ones that got divorced wish that they hadn't. The ones that stuck it out were so grateful that they had their marriages right. better off than it ever was before. What a great so thing. It was a great thing. And, and so just we could work on, which is why we do the cruiser, the I work for him, cruise your way to a better marriage retreat. What a great segue. Because we know that you need time away to work on your marriage. And so Martha and I, we're, you know, we're not experts in this marriage thing. We've got 31 years under our belt. Give a lot of that credit to Martha. But No, to the Lord. Okay, to the Lord. <laughs> wow. The, that that was that was tough. That was tough. That was the right thing to say. <laughs> oh, oh, so you said it because it was the right thing to say? It's I was, true. It is true. It, give the Lord a lot of credit no, for what honey, he's done in Martha's you heart. you get all the credit. No, I don't want the credit. You're right <laughs> to give the Lord the credit. All right. So we, we've lived it. We've made mistakes. We want to share. But there's some common things that couples go through that make, they make mistakes on. And we try to address those issues in a very intimate setting on a cruise ship where you eliminate the internet, kids, and cell phones. And the need to do any chores. Yes. It, you don't have to cook. You, you don't have to clean. You want to brush your teeth and shower. Yeah, brush your still. teeth and shower. But it just creates a great setting. And so we just have it for 20 couples. 20 couples come along with us. We'll walk alongside you. We'll have a few sessions where you're, we'll, we'll give you some homework, great conversations. And we'd love to have you join us. It's coming up in February. It's just a little over six months away. But the reason we plugged this so far in advance is that we reserve 20 rooms for the cruise, mm -hmm. but we will start losing those rooms in September. And so we need you to sign up now and start making payments. If you're even thinking about joining us, we would love to have you. And if maybe you can't join us February 8th through the 12th, 2018, where it leaves out of Tampa on a Thursday afternoon, gets back on a Monday morning, maybe you've got a heart and passion for helping another couple go. We will take your donation and give it as a scholarship to another couple yes we will do that and we have seen the fruit of that huge many fruit. times already for people that, you know because a lot of times when things are stressful in your marriage there's a corresponding correlating stress at work or if you're an entrepreneur in your own business or your kids are little and finances are strapped. And so you don't see any way to make that happen. And so that opportunity through scholarship has helped many couples be able to come and just strengthen up, shore up their marriage and uh, go back home with a new fervor and a new um, energy that they didn't have when they got on the cruise ship. Well, and and keep in mind, we a lot of people think, well, is this like fifteen hundred or two thousand dollars for a couple? No, we try to keep it right around a thousand bucks. It's a little over a thousand bucks coming up next February two thousand eighteen, eighth through the twelfth. If you want to find out more, just go to iWorkFrame, click on the events page, and you can get in, in touch with Rick Saltarelli, our cruise person. Uh, but we'd love to have you come. But it's time to get signed up now. And start making payments so that we don't lose those rooms and you can start working on your marriage and know that six months at a time, we've got something planned. Yeah, and they don't have to make payments. They can pay in Right, full. you can pay it in full. I mean, that'd, that'd be, be fantastic. Fair. 
But keep in mind that not everybody can afford to go on a cruise ship marriage retreat. Martha and I are available to run a marriage retreat at your local church. Yes, we can. We can, with a donation to iWorkRim, we would love to come to your church and run a day retreat, a weekend retreat. We'd love to do that. We just did one of those in New Jersey. It was fantastic. We love doing that. But one of our listeners, Texas, has said, you know what? If your marriage is struggling, get involved in a small group of other couples. Yeah. Absolutely one of the greatest steps you can take. Yeah, so there, you know, there are a lot of churches. If your church doesn't offer small groups specifically for married couples or specifically for whatever stage of life you're in, I am sure that you can find a place that there is one or ask for one. Ask your the church around the corner or wherever you're attending to say, hey, I, I'm really looking for this. How can you help me find a place where I can plug in? And having that accountability and that friendship with others that also want to strengthen. There are so many great resources out there, small group studies that can be done to just get you in the word and really just realize that, you know what, God designed this thing called marriage, and he's given us the tools of how to live it out. Well, and let's say that you can't go on a cruise ship because you get dizzy or seasick. There's a We're marriage. Sorry for We're, you. Yes, we are. There's a <laughs> marriage retreat coming up here in Tampa, put on by Family First, that is also kind of jointly being done with CBMC right here in Tampa. And for a couple hundred dollars, a last weekend in September, you can get it. You can get involved. Go out to my ambassador. What was it? My marketplaceambassadors.com. That's not the right. My, be his ambassador.com. That's what it be his ambassador.com. Find out about the family first event here in Tampa. And if you, when you go to family first and click on the link, if you put in CBMC Tampa, you get a hundred dollars off. So it's a couple hundred dollar weekend right there on Rocky point in Tampa. Great work on your marriage. Yeah, it's exciting. And I've heard nothing but good things about that retreat. All right. I promised our listeners that we talk about our new sponsors, but we were reminded by our famous Connie Smith, who are brand ambassador for I Work For Him, that we should really reference people that they go on to our website, Martha, to check out what resource? Well, there's a lot of resources on our website. But like what? We have um, a book list that Jim and I have both compiled. So if they go under resources, they will find a book list. And there um, it actually connects to, um, oh, what I'm drawing a blank on the my the good Goodreads. Goodreads. Goodreads website, where we have each made a list. And for Jim, it's not every book he's ever read. It's just the books that he recommends that have to do with the message of I Work For Him. So you're going to see a lot of books that we've highlighted on the show, talked about, had the authors on, and um, or ones that have just been very instrumental in Jim's walk and understanding the I Work For Him mission. My book list is probably a little bit more um, touchy-feely and has more of the books that I have read from all different genres, whether they directly applied to the I Work For Him mission or things that have just really impacted me, and I want to share that with people. So they can go to our book list on our website. There's other links there, too, to TL On Demand with a special discount code, MTL Magazine with a special discount code, um, I know there's something else with a special discount code. I can't think of what it is. But anyway, those are some of the things. And there's going to be more to come in that area as I'm working with some others on some affiliate links. All right. So I just, that's fantastic. I think people should go out there and check out the books we read. I read a of lot course. of books and I highlight them. I don't highlight them, all of them, because 
I mean, you'd never be able to read all the books. Most people can't keep up with. But it's so nice for them to know what you recommend that's going to apply to the message or be able to be uh, used on, you know, just in saying, oh, that was a really good book. And there's lots of good books out there on marriage. Mm-hmm. There really are. And, and we read them all the time. I mean, I would tell you my latest two favorites on marriage that we will use from now on will be those love lists for busy husbands and love lists list for busy wives. List to love by, by but for, for busy, busy husbands wives. and yep. for busy wives. Uh, by uh, Mark and Susan Merrill. Yes. Those books are really, really great. Very fabulous. Cheat sheets. They're like cheat sheets for marriage. It's awesome. <laughs> hey, Easy you know, to read cheat sheets. This show does not uh, just come on the air without a lot of people investing heavily into it. Of course, Martha and I spend a lot of time investing heavily into the, um, into the production of the show. But we have a lot of sponsors that help keep us on the air, and I like to thank them. You know, the Nepsis Capital has been there since the beginning. Luke and Dave from Bel Air Wealth Management have been there since the very beginning of the show. But we added just recently uh, Skip Stanton and his whole team in Aqua Plumbing and Air out of Sarasota, an air conditioning, plumbing, and electric person from south of the Bay. Meaning can, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. That's correct. Yeah, not San Francisco Bay, but Tampa Bay. <laughs> I'm sure there's and other really, Bay. He was on the air with us yesterday. Yes. If you didn't get to hear his story, definitely want to listen to that podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, but really want to thank him. And if you're south of Tampa Bay and you need somebody to help you, somebody with integrity that will help you with your air conditioning, with your electrical, your plumbing, please give him a call. Aqua Plumbing, AquaPlumbing.com or AquaPlumbingSarasota.com. We also added another sponsor recently, ARCW Insurance. Yes. These guys can handle your insurance need no matter where you are in the contiguous 48 states. They can't handle Hawaii and Alaska. Sorry, listeners out there. But everybody else, your auto, your home, your umbrella liability insurance, your life insurance, or even your commercial insurance, they can handle it for you. These guys are fantastic. Chuck Wasson and his whole team, check them out online at ARCWinsurance.com. I want our listeners to bless them because they're blessing us and keeping us on the air. And we need more phenomenal sponsors like them. We'd love to get a Christ-centered, integrity-filled car dealership. We'd love to get a Christian university, somebody that we can really relate to that that jointly uh, partners with us. If you've got a business owner, a business or organization that you think would be aligned with what we talk about here on iWorkFram, we would love to get a lead. Just email me, jim at iworkforhim.com, or email directly to connie at iworkforhim.com, our brand ambassador. She can take care of those leads. We would love for this show to be fully sponsored so we can start expanding in some other cities. Yeah, and, you know, um, with our background insurance, I just want to speak to the fact that it always saddens us when people say, yeah, my, you know, they they say sour remarks about their insurance agent. So I just want to encourage people to reach out to ACRW and build a relationship with somebody that you know that you can trust and has your best interest in mind. Because that's really one of the most important things to us is just making sure that they, that people really are connecting with an agent and, and stick there and get taken care of. One of the other things, sometimes we just do joint sponsorships with local organizations here in Tampa Bay that are pr- putting on events. And we've got a really cool event coming up on July 29th, Hula for Happiness, H-O-O-L-A for Happiness. And this is an organization that uses a hula hoop to spread the gospel around the world. They've developed a method for drawing a crowd in through hula hooping and not just talking about just at your waist, on your arms and your waist and your neck. And, and you everybody. say just like you can are an expert at that, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> I can get a little up to go around my waist at least one time before it falls. 
I, I used to do my neck. Yeah, I, your I like, like to see. Maybe that's why your neck is so bad today. Maybe. <laughs> but hulaforhappiness.org is really just. It's an organization that we really felt like they were they're sharing the gospel in a very unusual workplace, the workplace of like Hula in the Park, where they're drawing people in to be able to share the gospel. What a phenomenal organization. We're so excited to help sponsor their event on July 29th, and their sponsor and I work for them. We're, we're doing it together. That's right. So every Friday during July, we're giving away a four-pack of tickets to go to this fun event. So make sure you're listening for that so that we can um, include you in that winning for uh, every Friday. You can call in when, at the designated time. You know, we were telling somebody about this event, and we were joking about the fact that how can you not— you cannot even think about hula hooping without smiling. Or giggling, really giggling. It's yeah. supposed to giggling. There's just fun in it. And so I love the fact that somebody saw that as a great connection to Jesus. Well, and understand that any of our sponsors and I work for him, these are people that love the Lord, that desperately want you and me and everybody listening to understand that our workplace is our mission field. These are all people that are like-minded. They want to be part of this mission as we expand. And as we get listeners across the country, this is something. It's just exciting to be able to share it. This is so much fun. Yes, it is. So, all right. So we don't usually get to do this, but we had some extra time today. I really wanted you guys to hear about those sponsors. Please do business with them if you can. Please sponsor or go planning and attending the Hulu for Happiness thing. I really would love for you to be what? What did I say? Nothing. Okay. Martha, give me this funny look. I couldn't see what she was what? No. Oh, what, hula good. dancing? We're going to do some hula dancing on the air today. Picture it right now. I am hula dancing. No. Oh, no, I'm not. Okay. Not. So the five love languages. Something that you and I learned about 15 years ago or mm-hmm. so probably, right, as we were starting our small group uh, that we started called Family Matters, and we understood for the first time why you and I related the way we did in our marriage. And in this, in that time since then, Gary Chapman along with several other joint authors have come out with books having to applying the five love languages to raising our kids or raising our teenagers to even to the workplace. Yes. But what we found out is that five, that every human being has one or two main ways that they receive love or appreciation. And it impacts so much. It makes it so much easier to interact with people when you study this. And the reason we bring this up is whenever we work with a couple, in a marriage mentoring situation, we always identify what are um, what are those love languages. Well, we encourage them to go out to the, the fivelovelanguages.com website and find out for themselves. They can um, do the little assessment, which is super simple, and be able to um, take the assessment, find out what their love languages are so that they can have a better conversation about feeding into each other. Yeah, and so the, you go online to fivelovelanguages.com and you can take the assessments for free. They get assessments for husbands, for wives, for singles, for teens, for kids, and, and you can learn all about yourself. In fact, Martha and I have done many five love languages retreats, family retreats at churches. It, it's a great opportunity to bring together families in your church and learn about your kids and have them learn about you. Mm-hmm. And it's really, really powerful. But, but moving... To I, the I work for him connection, not only will this improve your relationship in your home, but in your workplace. Yeah, so one of the things that we have done in our own workplace, number one, is taking that same information and find out who, what the love languages are of everybody that either works for us or works alongside of us. If you're in an office where maybe there's hundreds of people, if you have some people that you just get along with, it, 
you know, it might be fun to just say, hey, let's all find this out so that we can, you know, know each other better. But if you're an owner or a, or a leader in your organization, you can encourage your people to take the assessment. And there is a business version of it. And it is called, um, they, the abbreviation is MBA. It's Motivating by Appreciation. And you can do the MBA inventory so they don't, they get rid of the word love and they make it appreciation because obviously that's way, way more effective in the workplace. But why? Why did they do that? Because they did a survey. They did a survey. They did a survey and they found out that. Well, no, they took the assessments. They have hundreds of people that take this inventory every week. No, so I, they. I was going to go back to the survey that they did. Way back when they found that 81% of people in their workplace do not feel appreciated. Yet 51% of managers surveyed thought that, they're, that they did a pretty good job showing appreciation to their people. And only 17% of people actually felt appreciated. That's where this all came from, is that people, I mean, everybody listen, raise your hand if you feel appreciated at work. Okay. I'm raising my hand. But very few people are raising their hands right now. You're Most not people, your hand. I'm sorry, I can't think and talk and raise my <laughs> hand at the same time. And I'm being asked by our team to hula through the, the next commercial break. And do it on Facebook Live. I don't have a hula hoop. Oh, what a bummer. We don't have a hula hoop. We're not going to be able to do it today, but we will in the future get a oh, hula hoop so we can hula hoop and Facebook Live that. No. <laughs> uh, but they did say please and thank you. Oh, good. Okay. So, but this managing by, man, motivating by appreciation is so powerful. I, I just want to make sure I give those, those sure. statistics out there. So I just got this email from the like five languages of appreciation in the workplace they send out a, I get their newsletter all the time and they took a hundred thousand of the people that have, t they just reached a oh hundred thousand people have taken the assessment inventory online. So they took that information and they said, what can we learn from this? Well, number one, I thought was fascinating is the fact that there is a huge disconnect because people assume that if you give somebody a bonus, that that's going to make them feel good. We're looking for money or awards to, to uh, you know, prove that you're appreciated. Well, that's the least um, affirming way for most people after they did the inventory. They're not looking for gifts. They're looking for words of appreciation. And so I thought that was really interesting, and we can talk more about that after the break. But the fact that we're missing the mark on really speaking appreciation into our employees. It is such a fabulous concept, and it will change your organization if you start to manage that way. Hey, if you have a sponsor idea, we'd love for you to contact Connie directly. It would be fantastic. 727-599-4960. 727-599-4960. Talk to Connie if you've got an idea of somebody you think might be a great sponsor for our work for him. Martha. Yes, I just want to share this. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt what well, you we, were saying. So, we've still have the book. People yes. are so intrigued by our conversations today, talking about Family First and <laughs> CBMC and uh, the Marriage Retreat Cruise and uh, our, Focus our on the Family and our sponsors our that they, they didn't call in for the book winners. 877-943-9673. Get Stephen Curtis Chapman's story. It's a fabulous book. Fabulous well, book. Martha's well reading it. Yes, yes, I am. 877-943-9673. Call now. We only have one copy. So I was talking before the break about the results of this. The, the, um, Dr. Paul White, who wrote the book Five Languages of Appreciation with Gary Chapman, 
they have had over 100,000 people taking take the MBA inventory online. That's amazing. So they looked at that information and they said, what can we learn from it? Well, the biggest thing that I took away was the fact that words of affirmation are over 50% of the people in the workforce are saying that that's what they need. So with that... What do most companies, what are you aware of that most companies do? They have an awards banquet. They have a night where they set aside or they they give awards and they give appreciation and stuff. But it's all this, you know, a lot of work goes into planning an event for a company to do some kind of an annual thing. But here's the point of what I read about this. Most people do not want to go up in front of a group in order to be appreciated. And they, they're not looking for the gifts, that side of it. They're looking for you to, as their boss, to walk by and pat them on the shoulder and say, you know what, you have done a great job on this project. Keep it up. So I just think that people need to reassess. On a regular basis. On a regular basis, not once a year. On a regular basis, reassess what you're doing with your employees and what is really going to feed them and make them be motivated in their workplace and, and, and in these speak next generation, in these next generations, they can't, they're not looking for you to thank them tomorrow. They're look, they need immediate feedback. One of the things often. I read immediate, immediate and often, yes. but what, you know, millennials and the next generation, which they're still yet to give them a really clever name. They need, they're used to instant feedback because they play video games. They're instant messaging, they're texting, they're Facebook messaging, they're in, they're Instagramming, they're, Snapchatting, they're used to everything instant, instant, instant. So when they do something, they need instant thank yous. Yeah. So don't don't if you wait till tomorrow, it's late, and if you wait till the next day, it's there's no point in it. They've even forgotten what they've done. So it, that's this just words of affirmation. And honestly, if you give everybody words of affirmation, you're going to hit more than fifty percent of what people's love language is, what how they need to feel appreciated and loved. At home, words of affirmation is a big thing. Mm -hmm. In the workplace, it's a big thing. Most people we work alongside did not get this when they were growing up. Most people, not everybody, most people. And so they have a desperate need for it. So later this week, you have Dr. Paul White coming back on the we air. Do. He's written a new book called The Vibrant Workplace, and I'm very much looking forward to your interview with We're him. looking, you know, because he wrote Rising Above a Toxic Workplace, and he wrote, wrote the book Managing by Appreciation, The Five Languages of Appreciation in the Workplace. Now he's written The Vibrant Workplace. What does it look like? And I just finished the book this past week, and it really just talks about how do you put the five languages of appreciation into practice to make your workplace not just okay, but vibrant. Yeah. And that it's going to awesome. be, and it will be a very fast moving conversation because we only have them for half the show. That's right. A very you better, better think quick and listen quick, everybody. Yeah, you got listen, put your <laughs> listen quick monitor. Is that Thursday, right on, Jim? It is Thursday, the 13th, yeah. correct? That's right, of July. All right, so we've talked about lots of different things, but we just want to let you know there's resources out there that you need to take advantage of. But uh, what, what one of our listeners said, hey, get involved in a small group that's got, if you're married, get involved in a small group with couples. If you need a getaway and you can't afford to go on our marriage cruise, there's a weekend coming up in September here in Tampa with Family First. Check that out online. Our marriage cruise coming up next February. That's a phenomenal way to get away work on your marriage. There's Focus on the Families, uh, a new ministry called Breaking Through that's for couples in crisis. Hey, but here's our huge announcement right now. Today, 
after many, many years on the air and many years of working on the application. We <laughs> many have, years of working on it? Well, many, many months of working on the application, many years being on the air. I work for him, has applied for our 501c3 status, which is our nonprofit status. That's Martha, right. congratulations on a project well done. You, along with our board of directors, got this done. Phenomenal, excited, way to go. You will now be able, will now be able to be a listener-supported organization. You don't have to be a sponsor. To help us, you can actually make donations to help keep us on the air. That's way right. to go, Martha. Well, Five go, stars and a smiley face. Go, God. I'm going to get you a hula hoop so you can hula okay. through the whole deal. I'm, I'm all for hey, it. Hey, email us if you want a copy of the Stephen Curtis Chapman's book, Between Heaven and a Real World. Jim and I work for him.com. Martha and I work for him.com. You can always get a hold of us that way. You've been listening to I Work For Him together on Tuesdays with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers, but remember, I I work work for for him. him.